a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. The budgets that you have to give to the community are limited. How can you be sure you're getting the most bang for your buck? Hi, I'm Andy Johns. Thank you for joining us on Story Connect, the podcast. We are broadcasting uh, live here at the um, NTCA PR and Marketing Conference here in Charleston, South Carolina. My guest uh, for this episode is Glenn Muskie from North Dakota State University Cooperative Extension. Glenn, thank you for joining me. My pleasure. Glad to be here. Now, the topic that, uh, that they gave you in the, uh, the program is prioritizing community giving. But you have your own title that you were talking about a minute ago. How to say no gracefully because the telcos are getting bombarded, I'm sure, like all businesses, with requests. And they need to figure out how to get the biggest bang for the buck, as we discussed. Absolutely. I think it's one that a lot of folks are going to be interested in. The reason the podcast sounds a little bit different, we are recording at the welcome reception here. We've got a little corner uh, with the vendor showcase. And so there's a little bit of ambiance. There are telco marketers from all over the country who are here. And so we're happy to be a part of it. Let's jump right in, Glenn. Um, so if you, if you want to fill us in, just the idea of the topic, kind of the overall theme, uh, like you said, saying no gracefully. It's not always about saying no, but I guess just knowing when to say yes, how much money to give, that sort of thing. Well, it's as with any part of their uh, organization, their giving needs to be planned. It shouldn't just be shooting from the hip, who walks in first, you know, all sorts of ways that we can go about it. Uh, they need to think about getting uh, connecting with community, making sure the community knows they're there, and marketing what they're doing. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest uh, issues that small businesses, who I work a lot with, but the telcos and everything need to connect with is let people know what you're doing and what you're focused on. I don't know about North Dakota, but uh, you know, in Tennessee, a lot of the, the folks we work with, South Carolina, Alabama, Folks don't really like to kind of blow their own horn or pat themselves on the back to do that. But like you said, if they don't if they don't say what they're doing, nobody else will for them. That's right. Uh, I think that's sort of a, around the country. Nobody likes to say what they're doing, but that actually helps them in the long run to say what they're doing because then the community quickly figures out this may be a source I can go to and ask for some dollars, or maybe it's not a source, which is part of when we want to say saying no gracefully is trying to get some people to sort of up front realize that this might not be the place that they should stop in for for, for this donation. Sure. So I guess it goes back even before this. So we can talk about kind of before somebody walks in the door. But just for right now, if somebody uh, is listening and somebody walks in the front door for the Lions Club, the marching band, the whatever it is asking for a donation, what's usually the first thing that you say they need to be thinking or considering or anything when somebody walks in and asks about a donation? Probably the first thing I'm going to have them is they've thought about it ahead of time. This should not be, as I said, just a yes-no type answer. The person you want behind the desk who's answering those should not be the pushover in the company. Uh, or it shouldn't also be the no person who says no to everything. You need somebody who listens. and, and But it should be something the company has discussed, and maybe the company's even discussed with their shareholders, with the community at large, to understand where the communities come from. 
uh, we're here at the National Broadband uh, Association uh, for the telcos, and they have some real opportunities to create change in their community. I mean, we need to get rural areas where many of these are from involved in the broadband world, but they need to help their business owners. They need to help young people, uh, elderly people, everybody get in, in touch with it. And so they need to have planned and thought about this before they, before they jump in. So when that person walks in off the street, they can say, and even young children understand when they would walk in and say, I want some money for the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Even young children know, well, it's not in our budget. They understand that language. And so you can say it and do it gracefully and not cause any uproar. Are there some guidelines as to what kinds of groups? Because I'm sure, you know, there's all kinds of folks, uh, groups coming in. Are there some groups that you generally say it's good to give to and others you say maybe not? Or is it case by case? Or how, how do people go about coming up with that plan, I guess? Uh, my suggestion in, in an organization such as what we have represented here uh, would be probably to pull together some strategic players, including youth, and talk about what are the greatest needs and where can we have an impact and also what are we doing. These are people who are involved with broadband, with telephone, with technology. That's probably where their giving should focus on. It might be the Boy Scouts for, and, I, and I'm not picking on the Boy Scouts. Let's take the 4-H clubs. Sure, just, just an example, right. right. It might be the 4-H clubs uh, walking in, and we need money for uh, the 4-H fair. Well, and maybe they've done it all the time, and so that is something they're going to plan on. But maybe it's a, a, a special event, and they say no this time. But the next time, it might be for the robotics competition. And they might want to say yes to that one. So it's focused giving is what we're talking about. Right. Now, a lot of the donations come to the marketing department, so or the marketing person. So you got to, I guess, be thinking along those lines that uh, you hate to be this way because you want, you know, you wish you just had all the money in the world to give to everybody. But um, I, I guess there is a focus, like you said, on you have to be thinking some kind of ROI, you know, a return on a specific to things that kind of reflect the company's interests reflect the company's interest and it's something that the public is giving some uh, return or see some return on it also because you have that public who's watching over your shoulder all the time and so you want to think about your corporate social responsibility and are you fulfilling that part of your mission and you need to understand that from the community's perspective exactly what it is and stuff so do you usually recommend, um, like you said, meet with, with some of the, the community members, that sort of thing, plan everything out the whole year? Or would you still suggest having some kind of application process where if events crop up during the year, people can still ask for money or kind of formalizing that system? Or, or, or should it all be planned out before anything starts? No, it can't be all planned out. Probably, oh, let's just throw out 70 to 80% is probably planned including there are going to be some organizations that are uh, uh, people in the organization and the company want to give to. And so they're going to be on the list, even if it's just, uh, you know, small donations or something, they're going to be continuous. But, but uh, 70 to 80 percent is probably planned, but then you have to think about what may happen during the year, yeah, a special event. Because a lot of these, uh, as we think about organizations, we've been talking about youth, but it could be elderly groups, it could be uh, community betterment, 
most of these organizations don't, aren't long-term planning. They're sort of at the spur of the moment saying, hey, we need to do this, and then they start going around. And so you have to be prepared to meet that. And so maybe your dollars isn't specific to who you're going to give it to, but maybe the purpose of what you're going to give it for. Sure. Are there guidelines? Um, you know, and it's always a delicate subject, but certain organizations, um, whether political nature, religious nature, whatever it is, are there some guidelines that, uh, that you give folks in terms of anything that may be controversial or reflect anything about company values that they may not want to be sta taking that statement or they may want to make that statement? Is, are there any guidelines you've got there? It goes back to what the community is, is talking about and what they're accepting of. But remember, there's probably a large part of the community you haven't heard from. And so you need to be fully aware of what's going on there. Uh, I'll just use a, a, a woman who runs a, a liquor store, uh, and I know her well, uh, Becky McRae, uh, who works for Small Business Survival. And she indicates in hers, because I've, I've, I follow her and listen to her, uh, that because of the liquor store, she doesn't give to children's things. It's just sort of this, it just doesn't feel right. And so I think that's what you got to depend upon sometimes is that gut instinct. If it just doesn't feel right, maybe you shouldn't do that and stuff. And there are all sorts of controversial issues. So you may have to be prepared also for saying why you did support one of those. And, and there's lots of valid reasons. And if you can put it out that why you feel strongly about it and why you're supporting it, you know, that usually will quench or quell any fires that are going on. Now, it seems like any time uh, that you talk about money, people always, you know, kind of a lot of folks hate to talk about or hate to ask questions, that sort of thing. But are there some questions that uh, I imagine there are? Are there some questions that, uh, that the telcos or whoever's doing the giving needs to ask the people who, who they will be giving to? Are there some always no A, B, and C or something along those lines? Uh, some of the up front or behind? Either. Okay. Well, initially, they should have some type, I would always encourage some type of formalized process. To some degree, uh, if people are asking for money, why it's for, what are you going to use it for, and have them report back so that they can go back if they want to or they you know, want to check up on it. They need to check as to where their money is going, how it's being used, and everything else. And so they need to do some after-the-fact uh, monitoring of what went on. And, but that's also the time they need to do some after-the-fact marketing of what went on. Uh, that gets us back into the return on investment. We don't just let the project, oh, it's over, it's done. No, that's when you really get out there and tell the world what happened. Uh, and so that's a key point when you talk about they should have a process for a lot of them. Uh, and it maybe is going to vary by the amount. You know, $50 and under, we, you know, one person has the okay to do it. You're asking for $1,000, maybe it's a, a three-person or two-person, I don't know. You know, this is all, they have to see what fits their organization, because I also don't, am not a believer in meetings just for meetings. I can agree with that. I think a lot of folks can. A um, couple, of, couple of more questions. Now, you've got, you hear folks talk about sponsorship. You hear folks talk about advertising. You hear folks talk about giving. So when is it appropriate, or when do you suggest, you know, you're given to the, the, the marching band or the high school football team, you get a banner on the sideline or whatever it is. Are there, are there some differences, or are there times when you encourage people to ask for something like that, or, or just wait and see what's being offered, or, or kind of where do you draw the line between those three, advertising, sponsorship, and giving? Uh, 
I would always say you ask for some publicity about this. You know, it doesn't hurt to ask. Uh, be it a little note in the program, uh, something on the banner that goes up, and I understand that different levels of giving are probably going to get different notices and stuff, but you need publicity about this. Uh, that's one of the mistakes that many companies make, is they don't ask, and they or they make the assumption that we'll get some notice about this, and out comes the, the press release in the paper, in these small town papers, you know, people read them from cover to cover, and your name isn't there. Well, now feelings are hurt, and the next time you walk in, it's going to be tough. For the organization, they should be thinking about it, but for for the, uh, the, the telcos, they should up front say, you know, these are our expectations. You know, anytime you're going to talk about this event, we would like our name to be included. Now, uh, you mentioned having um, you know, the, the group you're giving to doing a little publicity. What are some appropriate ways? You know, you, nobody really wants to send out that press release, you know, um, so-and-so telco gives $50 to Boy Scouts. But what are some kind of appropriate or tactful ways, graceful to use your words, that folks can kind of acknowledge themselves or say, you know, this is what we're doing, social media or, or some other channels or, or ways to do that gracefully, like you said? I guess I'm not so graceful all the time. I would, you know, just uh, take a picture, handing over the check, uh, and, you know, throw it in a tweet. Uh, put it on Facebook. Uh, put it in the paper. Papers love those type of things and stuff. So you don't really, in the sense, it's pretty easy. But remember, the message isn't about the company here. You just happen to catch a byline for the telco. The message is about the story, what's going on. And they're going to get a lot further if they don't push themselves, but push the mission or the focus of what this giving is, 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 is towards. You also touched on another great aspect of it is we're here at a marketing conference. And so there are people who are being trained in marketing. A lot of these little groups don't have anybody who does that. So maybe you don't have a lot of dollars, but maybe you can give them some uh, uh, in-kind services will help you with the marketing. We'll do your marketing. So when a person comes in, maybe you can't give them dollars, but think about other ways you can maybe be of assistance to them. You've got equipment, you've got trucks, you've got people who could serve. Uh, so, and again, you're going to want you're going to want some appreciation for that, and you're going to want notice for that. But maybe it doesn't have to be dollars, and you can still feel good about what you're doing. Sure, a lot of folks have newsletters uh, that they do. That's a big part of what Word South does: magazines, newsletters. So we have a lot of a lot of folks that want to run a little calendar item, you know, the Boy Scout car wash or popcorn sale or whatever, and and that can be very valuable to those folks who are trying to get the word out. And you've got a, a perfect avenue to do that. It's huge because they get into everybody's mailbox. Uh, I grew up. Uh, my background is a rural farm boy up in North Dakota. I grew up with uh, 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 the rural telephone companies. I, I can remember in snowstorms pounding up the, high, the line, putting it back up on the wood boats and stuff. So I know what, what they're about, and I know what they're still going through. So, yeah, there's some real opportunities here. Sure. As we're wrapping up, I know we're running a little longer than usual, but it's such a uh, kind of a unique topic here that I wanted to, to really talk to Glenn about while we're, we're doing this. Do you just have a few common mistakes people make or some do's and don'ts or just kind of bullet points, not to take anything away from the presentation you're doing tomorrow, um, but just a, a couple of quick hits on um, you know, things we, we maybe haven't discussed? No, we, we sort of hit the high points. Make it planned and have, have a system and practice your saying no gracefully. 
physically, I mean, stay in front of the mirror, or I mean, you're really literally practicing. Literally practicing and stuff. Uh, and, and think about the different audiences. You're going to say no differently to a business owner than you are to a child, than you are to perhaps a, a, an elderly citizen of your community. But it you know, they all understand it, and especially the word budgets, even kids know when there's no money around, so. And a lot of that's common sense, you're going to talk differently, but are there some things, you know, that's something I hadn't really thought about, are there some things in particular that you say, talking to business versus a kids group, senior adult group, something like that? Uh, it, it's just put it in the context of words they understand. Don't get into the language that you're used to talking probably at work. Put it into uh, uh, words they understand and, and help them think about the future. Maybe not this year, next year. Here's what I would come in and suggest to us that we might be doing. When they ask for donations, I know uh, I've heard of a couple of companies, you know, the standard, whatever you ask for, they're going to give, if you get it, you're going to get 80% or you're going to get 50% in product or in-kind services. Anything like that or is that just individual for each company? That's individual. Matter of fact, I would, if, if you see a right project come in, and you typically would have said we'd only give a thousand, but you see a really right project. Uh, as I said, we're talking about uh, telcos here. We're talking about broadband. If I saw something come in on that and they really seemed to be on point, it was maybe youth in my community who were trying to retain and retract and everything else. I might say, hey, you know, I'll go talk to the board and we'll get it bumped up to two or three thousand. And typically we don't do that. So you look for the right opportunities. It's marketing. And if you say no to some of those others, hopefully that gives you the room to do that. So, Well, Glenn Muskie uh, is from North Dakota State University, Cooperative Extension. Glenn, thank you so much for joining me. It's been my pleasure, and, and I look forward to uh, being part of the conference for the rest of the days. I think it's great. This conference, they always do a very good job. They, they brought in some folks, not just folks in the telco industry, but some folks with some good insight, just like, uh, just like you. So uh, I hope that everyone has enjoyed these podcasts from Charleston at the NTCA um, Marketing and PR Conference. I've been your host, Andy Johns. I've really enjoyed this. Hope that you have, too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for the kind reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.